Hey, how's it going, everyone? This is Tim Brown, and this is the Hook Better Leads podcast. And today I have Thais Sines and Maria McMillan. How did I do on the names? Amazing. You did it perfect. All right. Tell me what you were just telling me, Thais. I want to hear why you're doing roofing back office services, and then we'll talk about how to be effective at delegating. Like literally, I'm going to say exactly what we were talking about. We are seeing a lot, you know, roofers are spending so much money on looking really awesome on the outside, on their branding, on their marketing. And then when we look inside of their administration, it is a disaster. They are a hot mess. It is like, I would, it would be horrible to send uh, any client to work with them because yeah, they look really good on the mm. outside, inside. They are disorganized. They're dysfunctional. They don't know any, uh, they don't keep track of updates, all of that. So we're on a mission to help roofers not just look incredible on the outside, right? Like we want them to look just as incredible on the inside, having a roofing mm. admin machine internally. Yeah. Awesome. And can you give me a one minute? I'm, I'm so excited to talk about how to be effective at delegating and how you guys do this stuff and how to be more effective as a roofing machine. But first of all, what's your, the one minute background of you and the company? Perfect. So I have a background in um, stainless steel manufacturing for over eight plus years. Uh, Maria and I actually, we worked for a really prestigious company. Uh, I was over Latin America, Florida market, um, helping stainless steel manufacturing with franchise owners. Long story short, we knew very much about the construction part. Like we worked with all the contractors, you know, everyone involved. And we fell in love with the industry because we realized there's such a need when it comes to administration. So that's where Science Global came about. Um, I resigned my corporate career. That company actually became one of my first clients ever. And yeah, so it's been a pretty awesome journey. This is where we're at, Science Global, helping roofers. Okay, give me 20 more seconds on like why, what's really compelled this niche into roofing? Because you guys are really roofing focused now. Yeah, 100%. So we're fully focused on roofing. So we um, got a roofing client from Colorado. We fell in love with like the industry. We didn't really realize much about the industry other than we really loved it. And then we're like, you know what? These are like our favorite clients. Let's just go and work with more roofers. And that's mm. how we came about with roofing. Okay. I love it. Okay. So now I'm going to pass it off to Maria yeah. about what are some of the, so you guys do roofing back office services. So you're essentially doing all these admin tasks and things for roofers. What are some of, just so that people can imagine what it's like working with you guys. So as the viewer, imagine what it's like to have this stuff done. What are, what are some of the most common, like five or 10 tasks that you have delegated to you? Well, I would like to put it in like three different categories. So we like to support the accounting side, the sales side, and then production, um, and then closing, I guess, so four. Um, so when it comes to sales, we help them with their lead delegation, the CRM management, ordering measurements, whether it's Roofer or Eagle View. Um, we uh, also provide um, the documentation for that sale, the project process. So permitting, inspection, scheduling ladders, scheduling dumpsters, scheduling the crew. Um, and then when it comes to the accounting side, we do help with pulling reports. Uh, we also help with the sending out invoices, a little bit of AR, a little bit of collection. So we do the outbound calling um, for that. So mm. I would say just a little bit of everything just across the line. And I think yeah. another way to kind of explain a little bit better is it's not just um, that front office. Let me answer the phone for you and take a note for you. I like to look at it as more of a sort of project management um, and having a full understanding of that journey from start to finish. 
Um, so that would be All a right. quick way to say that. I know you guys work with people that have a staff, like a, like a heavy staff and you guys get a lot of the, um, certain tasks just from those people to take them off, the, off their plate. Um, and then you also work with kind of newer, newer companies or small, like littler companies that have decided maybe not to hire anyone on admin internally, potentially. Is that true? Yes, exactly. So for both of those examples, can you give me just like why people choose to do this versus internal for these roles? Like what are some of the positives of doing this for both that, that, um, smaller company and the bigger company versus internal? Yeah. So one of the great things about us is like, we're really, really experts at roofing administration, back office. Like we know what we're doing. So when roofers, like if it's a roofing company with a large staff, what we're doing is we're ampling their bandwidth, right? So now their team is able to really focus on what their sphere of genius is. And then we come in and we're able to ample their bandwidth so that their team can focus on if it's like going out and doing sales or going out and, you know, whatever that, their team can do best. They're focusing on that and we're focusing on the other things. So we're able to ample the bandwidth, so mm. close more deals, you know, have a happier team and all those good things. Um, the great thing about us with even like a, a newer company, if we're just running all their admin is that again, they're not having to train anyone, both sides of the company, right? Like when we come in, we come in hot, like we know what we're doing. So all we need to know is how you like your things done the time periods that you like things completed. Um, what are your SOPs? If you don't have SOPs, we help you build those out. Um, standard operating procedures. We come in and we just- Ooh, I like that. Yeah, like we literally just wanna know, we just need to, every, every roofer has their own DNA. They're all different. But at the same time, the, the backbone of how things get done is, you know, very similar. So we know how to do those things. So they don't have to worry mm. about benefits. They don't have to worry about uh, calling out, having someone call out. Um, it's really a business to business model where we really are partnering with the companies. We want them to win and we want to mm. win and together let's win. Um, so they don't have to worry about benefits calling out. They don't have to worry about any of those things that, you know, a company like if we're, you know, having someone in house, that's a good fit culturally, uh, all these different things yeah. that come with it. So, yeah. So if, let me, uh, let me kind of ask this question. So we kind of talked about this before the podcast, but the idea is that let's talk about there's, there's people that are not great at delegating. If you're not using company can, you're in the old ways. You know, if you are taking pictures and going through extra steps of having to download them on a computer, having to email them out to people, show somebody, print them out, whatever it is, company can has everything you want. And you've seen them. And I've seen them and, and honestly, it's going to hold their company back. 100%. So you guys have learned a lot. So even separate from you guys and doing this with you guys, what have you learned about delegation? How do you be effective at delegation and what does failure in delegation look like? And I kind of just want to start with failure. What does failure in delegation look like? And then what are the principles that lead to effective delegation? I'll let Maria take this one. She's the okay. queen of it. She knows. I'm going to, I'm going to use just a little example that I think everyone can relate to. So leads, um, I think every roofer can understand that, you know, the leads will come to the owner's email and if he's in meetings or he's on roofs or training someone, he doesn't get that email immediately. 
Um, and if he does, he'll send it to the whole sales team or he'll keep sending it to the same guy or they'll just, because they're paying for these leads. So maybe they'll send it to someone who's not actioning it. So, um, I think when it comes to failure and delegating, there's a huge loss of money when it comes to that. Um, and that's the biggest part I've seen. That's, um, that's the biggest impact I think in a negative way. Uh, second would be how about like, like hey, so people that have tried to onboard you guys. Sorry, yeah. I, I'm saying like people that have tried to onboard you guys and have had a hard time and you can kind of tell that they've probably had a hard time delegating to yeah. other people on their team and stuff like that too. I'm saying like, what does that look like? How does, what are the things that lead to problems in delegation? Um, I, I would say they're not very clear on explaining what their expectations are or even how they have actually yep. done that process and have been successful at it or so-and-so, whoever's doing it. Um, and the way it yeah. fails is they'll say, hey, I'm going to show you how to do these measurements. And then every single time that that task comes up in Job Nimbus or Acculinks, um, we can't do that because they've already done it. We'll look in, in uh, Roofer and see that that has already been ordered or the email went through and they're like, no, worry, I took care of it. So it, it just kind of escalates from there that they're just taking care of everything that they're trying to let go of. And they just can't. Trying. Yeah. Trying like that is a big, like literally every, it's not to shame early business owners, but it's literally like everybody goes through that. Like everybody goes through. They're not me. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have to go through that with an inside team an external team. And like, I'll be real. I like, we kind of vet hook agency clients a little bit by this principle of like, have they already learned to do that? Personally, like that's what we've done because it's just really hard if they haven't learned to delegate yet. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to be a partner. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to be Absolutely. a partner or they get, let's say we always say we want calm, not agitated clients. Yes. And I yep. think that there are some, there are some clients and I mean like God love them that will be agitated no matter what partner they have. And so what I invite you to do is like, you are going to be so much more effective if you if you learn to be calm, whether it with whether it be with a outsourced back office service, a marketing service, a marketing manager internally, a admin administration person inside the company. So, like, I think no matter what, this is a task that or a a skill that needs to be learned, and. Um, it's calm, not agitated. It's to me, it's just clarity. Like you're, that's what you're talking about to me. You're saying clarity. You're talking about the pace. You're talking about the, you know, just exactly how they want it to be done because no one can read your mind. And that's, that's ultimately the thing. And it does take time, no matter what you're, if you're delegating, it always takes time to pass it off even more time than it takes to do it once. Right. But you're not just trying to save time on once you're trying to save time on 20 times. Right. Like, so I don't yeah. know. I'm just, I'm, I 100% agree with you that that's, that's a huge piece. Um, for you guys, I'll ask this one to you, Maria. Um, how much does industry context matter in this whole process? Um, I think it matters a lot because, you know, again, kind of back to what she was saying is, uh, the way we run our teams is we already know how to use the, the CRMs that are offered in 
the roofing industry. We already understand what measurements mean. We understand how important leads are and how expensive they are. We understand that, you know, things need to be done rapidly, but correct, precise. Um, so I think industry experience is number one um, in order to be mm -hmm. more successful. So you guys have started to see so many patterns, I'm guessing, in roofing companies. And, you know, like there there is some disorganization um, on average, I'm, I'm guessing. Um, but like, talk to me a little bit about like, if you had to, because I know this isn't what you guys do. You guys aren't necessarily like, we're going to go consult and fix all your organizational problems per se. But what do you, I mean, maybe you do. What do you like, what would you say is like the priorities? Cause you, you kind of mentioned that some roofing companies are disorganized or it's very common. Mm -hmm. So yeah. if you had to like prioritize, what is like broken a little bit in roofing companies that you think should be fixed quickly if, if you haven't mentioned it yet? Yeah, definitely their CRM. So these roofing companies are using these incredible tools, right? If it's from JobNimbus, AccuLinks, JobProgressRoofLink, you name it, they're great tools they are not utilizing them accurately. And so the tool is only as effective as the data input into it, right? Um, so that's one huge thing, like, or they're using it completely incorrectly. They're not, their team is completely dysfunctional, but if they use the accurate, you know, CR, like the CRM accurately, they would be thriving and they would be saving so much more time making yeah. so much more money. So one thing that we go in is because we work with tons of, you know, we work with all of the platforms. We've seen them done accurately and, and like totally butchered. Um, so that's one thing that we really go in and are like, really should fix the mm. area. So I know that's something we've really seen a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Are you sick of what passes for leads these days? Not much, unless you want to be the lowest bidder on every job. I wear a lot of hats, but search engine marketing and website, I've passed off to a Google specialized team. I love it. So what's what's the difference between this, Science Global, and like virtual assistants or VAs. Can you kind of compare and contrast these a little bit for me? Yeah. So VAs, we're not a virtual assistant company because VAs usually have clients that are in multiple different, you know, fields of the world or, um, our team is fully in-house. So we're a team of 36. Everyone works for us full time just for science global. So we're literally a machine and mm. we, um, our, our team is like effectively, growing and learning all the tools within the roofing industry. So a virtual assistant, you're paying them, you know, for the hour and you got to show them how they're doing or what they're, you know, you got to train them on using your tools. With us, we're literally a back office machine for roofers, if that makes sense. I hope that was a good example mm. of like how it breaks down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys, I, think I could add on to you that guys as well. Yeah. Yeah. Please. So all of our, all of our um, contractors are also, in the Americas. They're not on the other side of the world. Mm -hmm. There's not a massive language barrier. Uh, we do a good job of vetting people that have also been trained by like American Airlines and MasterCard because they've worked for these big companies and have a great customer service background, very intelligent people. Mm -hmm. And as of recently, they've told us that we have good looking people. So um, I do want to say that there, there's, we put an emphasis on bringing you the highest caliber performers yes. as well. Yeah. So mm. that's where we're different. We're not just a, hey, you're a hot body, let's or warm body, let's bring you on and just 
just for profit. We're here to make an impact not only on our clients' lives, but also on our team's lives as well. Yeah, our team, uh, our, our retention, literally we have, um, we've looked at our, uh, for the past two years, we've literally never had anyone on our team ever leave. So um, yeah. other than like, if we can't let them go, but like the retention with our yeah. company and the mm. culture that we're building is we love what we yep. do. We love yeah. supporting companies and we really partner with our, our roofers. So yeah, it's a really, Absolutely. really cool company to be a part of, Science Global, and then we love supporting Brave Roofers. So that's what we're about. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay, let's talk about the price. Yeah. Um, you guys probably aren't the right fit for everybody, right? Because there's there's some people that won't understand the investment because you guys start right now at 4K and I'm guessing time will move that up a little bit. So mm -hmm. 4K a month is the starting level. Do you have multiple levels or is it usually around that? Yeah, and, yeah. How does so it work? depending on the volume, right? So 4,000, 6,000, $8,000 yeah. a month is investment. Okay. Yeah. And what do you see? Why do people make the choice, even though that's, you know, seems heavy and you're kind of comparing it to an internal hire? Why do people make that choice at the end of the day um, in favor of working with you guys versus hiring an, another admin or whatever it happens to be? Yeah, we try to literally make it so like one, there's no strings attached, right? Like, give it a try. Just try give this a try. There's no, like, we don't make them no. sign a yearly contract. It is literally uh, a month to month mm. partnership because again, it's like, we bring you the value every month and you got to feel the value and together we are winning. Right. Um, so there is versus firing doesn't firing doesn't feel quite that good. So like, like, like no offense, like us too, it's a lot easier to let go of hook on marketing than it is to fire a marketing manager that you just hired to do, you know, like, yeah, mm -hmm. I like that. So that's a good one. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, uh, also one is we come in hot. We know what we're doing. Like they don't have to train us. We literally in 24 to 48 hours after the onboarding process, mm -hmm. our team is up and running. Like we're literally immediately helping resolve um you know what's mm. going on you're not spending time and days like how what what how do you use AccuLinks? Yeah. how do you use job nimbus like we come in knowing what we're doing um wow. and it's such an easy onboarding process too like they're just like we're not using anything third party we're literally part of their team they're integrating us into their crm so that means they're giving us access Man. to the crm to yeah. like setting us up with admin access you know as an admin um they're giving us an email with their company name and we're literally plugged into their company and up and running in 24 hours so it's this cutting edge this is like the future um the, i really believe the future is is very much uh, remote and virtual um when it comes to these type of support because there's such a win-win like you're not having to worry about anyone calling out you're not paying benefits you're not you can pay with your credit card so you get your points on your american points. express like we make it so um friendly for you you know what i mean so yeah that's huge yeah because i think like an average employee it feels like it's like three months at least to get them like fully into something you know what i mean like you kind of have a long training period and maybe for like really simple tasks you can get them up and like fully running in a month mm -hmm. So to like cut that down, that feels good. And like, I'm guessing sometimes people have to layer you guys in in mid season because they didn't know it was going to, I mean, half the time, I mean, all roofing companies are always like, we're about to take off, but you never really know yeah. when it's like going to be like, oh shit, this is real. We're going hard. Yeah. Absolutely. And so sometimes it's hard to find that person all of a sudden. And it's also just been really difficult to find great people lately. So you're kind of, you know, you're, you're competing against 
And I know you guys work with people in different, where's the most common country? Argentina and Brazil. Argentina. Yeah. Argentina and Brazil. You're competing against Americans, many of whom, and I, I, I hate the like copy, like boomer language here, but that don't want to work. They don't want to work. Yeah, oh no. Absolutely. But it's true though. It's true. And we love them. And so like, I, I've found a lot of high performers in America, but it is harder. It is harder to find people that are motivated sometimes. Yeah. And in, and if you are in a, in a culture, in a, um, a society that it's, it's this, the standard of living is lower the hunger goes up and I, I'm not just saying literal hunger, hopefully not, but I'm saying like just a yeah. hunger for like a better quality of life more. is just a little bit Absolutely. more. Key. Yeah. They're more motivated. And that's, that's Absolutely. big. And so if you guys are able to find those tasks that can be delegated, that like you guys can, you, you know, you found this niche that people really need this and that, you know, you, you've trained them ahead of time so they don't have to train them like that's a win-win.